This is the Locked On Jets podcast on this Sunday. It's Sunday, September 18th, 2022. I'm your host, John B. from gangreennation.com. Here with a quick post-game recap, I had to get on the air as quickly as I could because the New York Jets pulled off a miracle victory on Sunday. They defeated the Cleveland Browns 31-30 in Cleveland, a game where they trailed by 13 points with less than two minutes to go in the fourth quarter. It looked like we were on our way to a very frustrating Jets loss. The defense was horrible in this game. Early in the fourth quarter, kicker Greg Zorline nailed a 57-yard field goal to tie the game. What did the Jets' defense do? They promptly allowed the Browns to score a touchdown, an easy nine-play drive. The Jets could not generate anything on offense. They gave the ball back to the Browns with a little over two minutes left. A decision which at the time felt kind of controversial. Robert Sala down seven with a little over two minutes left, punted the ball back to the Browns. The Jets were trying to get a defensive stop. And here's the thing. They failed. They did not get a defensive stop. But ironically, the defense being so bad was actually a positive for the Jets because they gave up a pretty quick touchdown. And the Browns really did not handle the situation all that well because right before the two-minute warning, Kareem Hunt broke a... 12-yard run down the left sideline and went out of bounds. If he had stayed in bounds, the clock would have gone down to the two-minute warning. Then on the very next play, Nick Chubb ran for a 12-yard touchdown. And if he goes down in the field of play, the Browns would have been able to bleed the clock, kick a chip shot field goal, and the Jets would not have had enough time to come back and win. So instead, the Jets got the ball back. They were down 13, however, because Cleveland missed the extra point after the Kareem Hunt touchdown which felt like an afterthought at the time. The Browns went from being up 24-17 to to up 30-17 to after the touchdown, but because they missed the extra point, it was 30-17, to not 31-17. So the Jets were only down 13. Then on the next drive, the Jets got the ball back with a little over two minutes left, a little under two minutes left in the fourth quarter. And on the second play, the Browns completely bust a coverage, and Joe Flacco hits Corey Davis for a 66-yard touchdown. And I have to say, and I think I speak for all Jets fans when I say this, it's about time the Jets were able to take advantage of another team messing up in that situation. And you still got to hit the pass. Flacco still found Corey Davis for a touchdown. Davis still caught the ball and took it to the end zone. Even at that point, though, Zorline adds the extra point. It's 30-24. to And it still doesn't feel like the Jets have much of a chance because they have to recover the onside kick. And in today's NFL... Nobody ever recovers an onside kick. It's kind of down to a science how you recover an onside kick because almost every team in the league, when they try an onside kick, they try and get the big bounce. They hope one of the guys will run under it. But it's tough because the rules have changed in recent years. You cannot load one side of the field with players to try and you know, throw their bodies around somebody for somebody to grab it. There's a certain number of players you have to have on each side of the field. And beyond that, re- return units have figured out how to catch the onside kick with the high bounce. They essentially just have everybody, they just have enough blockers there to block everybody who's coming from the kicking team. They have one designated receiver. Well, you got to give credit to, to Brant Boyer because Brant Boyer came up with a little unique design for his onside kick. He had Braden Mann, the punter, who handled some kickoff duties last year. It looked like he was going to kick the ball to the right. He kind of faked everybody out. He kicked it to the left, and there was no high bounce. And, you know, the Jets missed a shot to get it initially, but Justin Hardy was Johnny on the spot. He dove on the ball. He got it back. The Jets were suddenly in business. And then Joe Flacco took over. Joe Flacco, a guy near the end of his career, a guy who was criticized nonstop through the week, including by yours truly. And not unfairly, I might add, Joe Flacco was horrible last week. In this game, he was good. I think you have to say Joe Flacco was good. 
He may not have been as good as he looks in the numbers where he threw for four touchdowns and you look at it, he threw for over 250 yards, but he was okay. And then he took over in the big spot. He led the Jets nine plays for a touchdown, and the key play was a pass, a touchdown pass to Garrett Wilson with 22 seconds left from 15 yards out on third and 10. Flacco finds Wilson. It was Garrett Wilson's second touchdown catch of the game. It was Joe Flacco's fourth touchdown pass of the game. Joe Flacco. I don't know which of us had Joe Flacco throwing for four touchdowns in this game, but somehow it happened. And then the Browns got the ball back with, you know, a little bit of time left. They got the ball back with around 22 seconds. And on the second play of their drive, Jacoby Brissett was intercepted by Ashton Davis on a play where the Jets initially rushed one man. And somehow, some way, in a game where the Jets just played horrible defense. I mean, they gave up 30 points to Jacoby Brissett, and that would have been the storyline of this game. I was gearing up in my post-game recap to talk about, just complain about how terrible the Jets' defense was in this game, and they were not very good, but they got, you know, they got the stop when they needed to. Somehow, someway, the Jets pull it out. Joe Flacco, four touchdowns. I don't know if Joe Flacco is ever going to have another four-touchdown game, but we'll take it. I think... Every Jets fan has got to be thrilled tonight. I don't think anybody saw four touchdowns coming from Joe Flacco. Nobody's going to complain about it, though. An absolutely thrilling victory. And if you've been a Jets fan, it doesn't matter how long you've been a Jets fan. You've been on the other side of losses like this forever. And it feels good. It feels great to finally be on the right side of one of these victories where your guys come through in in the clutch. The other team's guys don't. And suddenly the Jets are one and one. Suddenly there's hope in the season. Listen, we don't know what's going to happen. Tough game next week against Cincinnati. But this is the type of game, and if you lose next week, it doesn't matter. But this is the type of game, sometimes it turns an entire season around. If the Jets are looking at an 0-2 start, doubt starts to creep in. The fan base is going to be really upset. You're going to hear nothing but criticisms all week, especially after Robert Salamita's comments about keeping receipts. The defense doesn't play well. Everything feels different. There's going to be a positive vibe around this team this week. Maybe this is what turns this thing around, not just for the Jets this season. Maybe this is the maybe this is a turning point for the franchise. We can hope, and we at least have one week to, where we can dream about it. Now, ahead here on this quick post-game recap on the Locked On Jets podcast, we're going to talk about some of the heroes of this amazing, amazing victory for the New York Jets. Well, I don't think anybody had Joe Flacco throwing for four touchdowns in this game, but if you picked him in prize picks, you're probably a very happy person right now. Prize picks is a great way to play daily fantasy. Let me explain how it works. You pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to $10, 10 times your money on any entry. There's no competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. And prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. So it's not just the NFL, it's the NBA, baseball, hockey, the PGA college football, men's and women's college basketball, WNBA, soccer, NASCAR, tennis, and yes, disc golf, my favorite. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. There are safe and fast withdrawals, and they are currently operational in over 30 states and in Canada. Just download the PrizePix app or go to prizepix.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. If you deposit $100, PrizePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PrizePix gives you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked, in, locked On at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code Locked On, one word with no space, L O C K E D O N, at PrizePix. Well, Joe Flacco certainly countered the negative 
physical effects of aging on Sunday. And if you want to do the same, Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testofen will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, and get you better results at the gym. It'll also help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. Because Nugenics Total T boosts free testosterone that the aging process robs. You'll feel stronger, leaner, with more energy and drive, and more passion too. Nugenics Total T is the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. It will help you re-energize your life and help you get back the powerful, confident, good-looking warrior you used to be. Now get a free complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total T when you text NFL to 231231. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text NFL 231231. Text NFL 231231. Message and data rate supply. Terms apply. Available at Nugenics.com slash terms. This is a Locked On Jets postcast. We are doing a quick recap of an amazing New York Jets victory on Sunday. Somehow, someway, they came back to defeat the Cleveland Browns 31-30, to despite being down 13 points with less than two minutes to play. Who were the heroes? Well, you got to begin with Joe Flacco. Flacco, 26 for 44, 307 yards, four touchdowns, a 110.7 rating. Uh, what can you say? Uh was it a stellar performance for four quarters? No, it was not. It was a game where he played okay in the first half, kind of struggled in the second half, but made up for it with an amazing final two minutes where he hit Corey Davis for that 66-yard touchdown. And then at least for one drive, turned back the clock after the Jets recovered that fumble. Made a good play on a third down play, when he uh, on second down, I'm sorry, right before the touchdown. He was under pressure from Miles Garrett, threw the ball away. If, if he doesn't do that, the Jets may run out of time. They have to get everybody back to the line of scrimmage and rush it. Because he threw the ball away, the Jets were able to get in the play call. They were able to set things up in a controlled way. And then he hits Garrett Wilson for the touchdown. And speaking of stars of this game, I'll say this. Let's just forget about this game. I think a star is born. Garrett Wilson, eight catches, 102 yards, and two touchdowns. That includes the winner from Joe Flacco. Now, he did have a critical drop earlier in the fourth quarter when the Jets were down trying to move the ball down seven. That was completely forgotten. He got His game got off to a great start. To the extent the Jets could make big plays in this game, a lot of them ran through Garrett Wilson. Absolutely one of the stars. you got to go back to the kicking game. Greg Zorline hitting that 57-yard field goal that tied the game early in the fourth quarter and then making the extra point. And again, an extra point's not necessarily the biggest deal in the world. Even in a clutch situation, it should be automatic, but it was not automatic for Cleveland. Through the week, Greg Zorline got a lot of criticism I think it was probably justified because he had a horrible week one, but he bounced back in a very big way. Braden Mann executing the perfect onside kick. I mean, you you can't say enough about that onside kick. And Justin Hardy jumping on it. If the Jets don't come back and win this game, we're having a very different discussion. We're complaining about the defense. And listen, this was not a great defensive performance for the New York Jets in the least. It was a struggle. They only got four stops all game against a team quarterback by Jacoby Brissett. Brissett finished the game 22 of 27, 229 yards. That's not great. And it was a game where the Jets did not build on a strong defensive performance from week one. But you know what? You live with that and you live to fight another day because the New York Jets, for the first time since September of 2018, have a win in the month of September. In recent years, the Jets have taken themselves out of the playoff race by the end of September. You, can't, you cannot clinch a playoff spot in the NFL the first month of the season, but you can take yourself out of the race. And the Jets have taken themselves out of the race. 
In fact, you you think back to 2019. That was the only year the Jets had a record near the end of the season that was in the average range. They were 7-9 and nine that year, but they began the season 1-7. and seven. So even though they rallied and they won six of their last eight games that year, it, they were never really serious contenders in the playoff race. The season was essentially over. I mean, the, the, you never got the feeling that year that they were in the mix. And for the Jets this year, they've said that their goal is to be in the playoff race in December, which, you know, for most teams would be shooting pretty low. But for the Jets because they're still relatively early in this build, because they have so many young players, you want to show you're not at the bottom of the league. And this is the type of game you can build on. This is the type of game that sets you up, because you kind of stole one here today. And sometimes to have a big season, you got to steal one. you got to steal one or two along the way. You need to, you need, sometimes you just need the bounces to go your way. And that's what happened for the Jets in this game. Cleveland played the last two minutes horribly. The Jets played the last two minutes brilliantly. And here we are. The Jets are one and one. The Jets are alive. It's going to be a week where everybody's feeling great around this team. Maybe this is the type of thing that builds confidence and moves you forward. Anyway, that's all for our quick Sunday post-game recap. We're going to have our full episode tomorrow. My full game recap will be tomorrow on Locked On Jets. If you enjoy this show, hit the subscribe button where you're watching or listening. Please give the show a five-star review if you're listening on a podcast source, or give it a big thumbs up if you're watching on YouTube. Again, tomorrow, our regular Monday episode, I'll break down the game in more detail. But until then, enjoy the evening and enjoy this amazing Jets victory. They beat the Browns 31-30. to If you, I hope you didn't miss it because this was a heck of a game, and it's a great night to be a Jets fan.